The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. And a special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in Saudi Arabia, Finland, and Canada, and in the states of New Jersey, Texas, and Washington, D.C. Welcome and thank you for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. And now it's time for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, as you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace. Today, your tip is to remember to ask yourself, do I need this? We often act without thinking. This is an important question to ask when you are on a tight budget. Pausing to ask the question and listening for the answer will help you make wise choices. It's about more than material goods, though. It's also a good question to ask about people, thoughts, experiences, and feelings. Sometimes we get into patterns and don't realize how we are hurting ourselves or letting others hurt us. Asking a question and then listening deeply for the answer residing within can help awaken us to the reality of our lives. Then we are in a position to change and create the life we desire and deserve. Sometimes we make poor choices because of the influence of a previous lifetime. A few months ago, I facilitated a past life group regression workshop. It was so successful that I'm going to repeat it this month. 
It's important to know about the lives we live before this one because they are often the source of confusing feelings of deja vu, healthy and unhealthy relationships, special talents, gifts and knowledge, fears and phobias and health problems and personal challenges. We often spend years in therapy or misery blaming our childhood for our difficulties when it's really something we brought into this life from another life. With my process, you will discover what you need to know, keep the positive, and let go of what's hurting you. I was trained by Dr. Brian Weiss, and I use a gentle process in which you always feel safe and in control. Whether you just want to learn more about your soul's journey through your different lifetimes or want to heal something in your current life, the information you're ready to know will emerge. In this workshop, you will experience your past lives with my expert guidance, learn new techniques that I have created to help you discover past lives on your own, heal your past, present, and future, connect deeply with your spirit and soul, understand the reasons for your current life circumstances, enhance your spiritual well-being, release the negative influences from your past lives, gain new self-awareness, empowerment, and peace. We will meet at the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas, Texas, Saturday, December 12th from 2 to 3.30. You can learn more about the importance of past lives by listening to our on-demand shows with Dr. Bernie Siegel and, and Dr. Dave DeSano. So go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to listen to those shows and to register for my workshop, Past Life Regression, or to contact me about scheduling one of my workshops in your community. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing, with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, and positivity. As we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Stephanie Banks, who will talk with us about the, her spiritual journey that was initiated by a near-death experience. Before Thanksgiving, we had a wonderful show with Belinda Womack, who talked with us about healing with the 12 archangels. As a scientist, she was surprised when Archangel Gabriel visited her and thus began her amazing journey. 
she shared with us wisdom from the 12 archangels who communicate directly with her. In addition to the wisdom and healing exercises she described, she shared their love through her voice. All I can tell you is that listening to her talk was like listening directly to the archangels. When you experience that unconditional love, it changes you. To feel this gift of love yourself, please go to my website, paulajoyce.com, and click on radio show at the top of the navigation. You can hear this show or any others that you have may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access that fits your schedule. As one listener commented, there's such a rich variety of topics. I'm really having fun exploring new ideas. I'm grateful for her feedback as well as the two thank you notes that I got from one of my clients. Just before the Thanksgiving holiday, she wrote me this note with her check. Thank you, Dr. Paula. I appreciate your work and light in the world. After the holiday, she sent me this email. I appreciate you so much. It was very good to see you again and what great work we did. I could feel the energy start to shift throughout the holiday weekend with my family just because I was more aware of how I've been acting. That's some great heart work going on, and I'm so grateful. Typically, my clients follow no particular pattern regarding gender, race, religion, nationality, sexual orientation, or age. This client is in her 20s, and my two newest clients are in their early 60s. I'm sorry, their late 60s. I find this encouraging. If what you're doing isn't working, then it's never too late to seek help. As one person said, my life has caught up with me and I'm in trouble physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. We can continue to do what we always did and get the same results, or we can choose to do something different. As Dr. Bernie Siegel said, it doesn't matter when you change, even if it's in your last breath. We can all choose to stop surviving and start living. Strength is knowing when to ask for help. Like my client, there came a time a number of years ago when my life caught up with me. On the outside, everything looked great. I had a successful career. All my children were doing well in school. My husband was successful. We had a beautiful home. So why was I miserable? Years of therapy had not changed how I felt. This deep sadness caused me to set out on a search for God. I did not have a near-death experience like our guest today. I felt lost. The secular life was not working for me. It was not fulfilling my deepest needs. What has been so amazing to me is the way I have been led to different experiences and different people as if someone had written a curriculum for me. This is not a simple curriculum, however, because every time I make a choice, the curriculum has to change in order to continue to lead me to the people and experiences that will continue to help me grow in the way and at the rate that is right for me. It's like a huge jigsaw puzzle and how the spirit 
spiritual realm fits all of the pieces together is truly beyond the human mind to comprehend. I can comprehend, however, that the better I get at listening to my limitless higher self and my guides and angels, the easier, happier, better my life becomes. As I pay attention to the signs, messages, and synchronicities and spend less time judging and more time listening, I learn, grow, and change in ways to create more peace and joy. And the guests who I have on the show are part of this journey. They seem to appear in the order and at the time that I need their particular message. And that brings me to my silver lining story for today. When I was with my family over my birthday, I had to release some of my illusions and face some truths that I had not been ready to see until that moment. As I was processing this new information and coming to terms with it, I reread Belinda Womack's chapter on attachment. I had the sudden realization that attachment is not only to material things, but even more importantly for me, attachment is to expectations and outcomes. When I needed people to behave in a certain way, I was unintentionally judging them, setting them up for failure, and setting myself up for disappointment. At the same time that this awareness was setting into my conscious mind, I was looking up videos on YouTube that demonstrated using EFT or tapping to help me get rid of the indigestion that I had been experienced. experiencing. I noticed that some key words kept coming up, which led me to piece together what I needed to do in order to move into a place of complete acceptance of what is. The bottom line is that if we truly and completely accept, forgive, love, and trust ourselves, we don't need anyone else to be or do anything in particular. Simple, but not easy. I have been on this path of healing myself for a long time now. This was just the next layer that I needed in order to let go of my expectations of what it means to be a good mother. I realized that I cannot correct the past. I cannot change who their father was or who I was when they were children. More importantly, from a spiritual perspective, they chose the family they were born into, and they chose the life path they are on now. They must do their learning in their way and in their time, just like I did, and continue to do. What I can do is accept them, see them with the eyes of compassion, empathy, and unconditional love. As I released my guilt, I made room for this overwhelming feeling of love. The silver lining was a joyful family experience. It was the best Thanksgiving I have ever had and actually the best time I have ever had with my family. The feeling of gratitude was deep and real. In giving up my expectations, I was truly able to be in the moment without self-judgment or judgment of others. That left me free to be discerning. I was able to respond, not react in ways that were positive and affirming for all of us. I found myself just being, laughing, and loving freely because I had truly let go of attachment and was trusting myself to know when to just observe and if action was appropriate, how to do it with unconditional love. That energy 
turned out to be a magnet attracting the adults and children to me. I'm just at the beginning of this lesson, so I'm sure there will be more learning as I'm challenged to deepen my mastery of non-attachment. Since healing happens in layers, I'm sure that there are deeper layers of self-forgiveness, acceptance, unconditional love, and trust that I will be called upon to experience. For now, I'm grateful for this new feeling of ease and joy. The last piece of this story is about trusting myself. Since I'm growing in my capabilities as a psychic, I have to trust the information I'm receiving at even deeper levels than I have up until now. And that means trusting myself more. And that was the blessing of perfect timing and having Stephanie Banks scheduled today. As we follow her on her journey of learning self-trust, we too can learn to trust ourselves even more than we do now. Stephanie Banks was born into a family of intuitives who encouraged fostering faith in accepting guidance from within as well as from other realms that surround our own. Prior to her near-death experience, she led a life directed by modern-day terms that lacked depth and clarity. Immediately following her encounter with death, her life transformed to that of an awakened soul. She was now de- she has now dedicated her life to mastering ancient wisdom and writing candidly about all she learns through this process. Her unfailing connection to the non-physical realm has offered guidance and transformation to all those who seek profound insight into our existence. Stephanie attended the University of Western Ontario and is the author of a soulful awakening. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to the commercials, click on the link to read about and register for my workshop, Past Life Group Regression. Then click on Store to purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Then go to Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Stephanie Banks to talk about her her spiritual awakening after her near-death experience. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. 
Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach a lot of people. If this interests you or if you want to become part of the conversation today, please call one 472 5795 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com now or between shows. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. I hope you wrote down ways that you can connect more closely with the spiritual realm. And now we're here with Stephanie Banks to talk about her spiritual awakening after her near-death experience. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you. It's really good to have you. And I was hoping that you would begin by sharing with people what happened and what your near-death experience was like for you. Sure. Well, in, in 2012, I was mountain biking in um, at Whistler Blackcomb, which is a pretty well-known ski resort in Canada. And in the summertime, they offer mountain biking, so you can take your your bikes up the ch- chairlift and make your way down the mountain. And this is what I was doing with my husband and my son. And on one of the trails, I um, made a very poor assumption, which, um, long story short, ended up catapulting me through the air and face planting essentially into a rock wall on the other side before falling into a gully about eight feet down. And um, what happened was in that moment, although I don't have the typical memory that some people do of a near-death experience that came to me in my recovery process, which I can talk about in a little bit here, but essentially what happened was is when I hit the rock wall I my heart stopped momentarily, and I went to the other side, and I traveled with one of my guides, who then in turn introduced me to some of my other guides, and I saw my life from a whole other perspective. I saw my eternal life. I saw my physical life here on Earth, and I really was privy to 
the the meaning of life, the purpose behind it, why we're really here. Um, and it's very, very different from what we think when we're here on Earth, well, at least how I thought at the time. And in that process of seeing the non-physical realm, at some point I decided that I didn't want to see anymore because I knew that I had a purpose, a, a much bigger purpose than I had been displaying on my in my physical journey here in this lifetime. So I decided uh, to come back, to reinstate with my physical body, and to share and learn more about what I had seen and to start exploring a different avenue in life. So I ended up coming back into my body. My heart began again. And then I went started going through the recovery process. I was quite injured. I uh, multiple... Um, broken bones, and I, I do go into quite a bit of detail in my book, A Soulful Awakening, about the bike crash, but essentially I was very injured. It took me almost six months to recover, and uh, in that recovery process, what I discovered was is that something had dramatically shifted within me, and I now had a unfailing connection to the non-physical realm, So how I discovered that was on my second day of recovery, I was at home and I felt myself kind of slipping into this state of um, darkness, let's say. I I felt very incapacitated. I felt useless. I felt guilty for putting myself and my business in the situation that I was now in. And I decided that I really needed to focus my energy in a more productive and positive way. So I thought that I would find an old journal and I would sit down and, and I would write and maybe that would relieve me of some some of this negative emotion that I was feeling. So as I was sitting uh, on my on my deck, um, you know, I live in a very pristine part of the country, so it was a very peaceful place. I was sitting on my deck contemplating, what am I going to write about? And as I was thinking this through as to what I was actually going to sit and write about, I realized that I had actually already been writing. So it was like I was in this completely... A different state of existence, really. And what I saw was my mom's name was written at the bottom of the, of the page I was on. Now, my mom died when I was 24 years old in 1996. This accident happened in 2012. So you can imagine my surprise and my bewilderment. I went back and I reread this letter that she had written to me through my own hand uh, in, and interestingly enough, it was in her printing. It matched that of her printing from when she was alive here on, on Earth. And in that letter, she talked about how my heart had been blocked and now it was open and that I now had this connection to the other side. She talked about how we were going through very powerful times as a collective on this planet, that we were going through a spiritual evolution of sorts. And she went on and on about all sorts of concepts that I had never contemplated before. I'd never heard of these ideas. Now, of course, I'm sure most of your listeners and yourself included know that this is all happening. But at the time, for me, it was very new information. And essentially, that was the beginning of this um, open connection and this ability to channel guidance from all of our guides and lost loved ones that are residing all around us um, all the time. And it was a very transformational period of my life. It was also very confusing. And once I got through the initial stages of confusion, 
and I started sharing what I was receiving with those around me in my community and friends, acquaintances, that kind of thing, I really started to recognize the value in what I was able to uh, share with other people. And now it's become, over the last three years, it's become basically a mission of mine to do what I can in the small way that I can to share my story, to share the messages that continue to come my way, and to deliver the guidance that's being delivered to me. So the first step was the book, and now I'm out speaking publicly on radio shows and lectures and doing workshops and that kind of thing. I think it's interesting that you said that you chose to come back Whereas often when people talk about a near-death experience, they talk about how beautiful it is on the other side in the spiritual realm and that they really didn't want to come back, that they were kind of, you know, encouraged and or forced to go back into their bodies. Well, I think there's varying um, thoughts on that. I know that we were just on a cruise in the Mediterranean. Wayne Dyer was supposed to be our our lead guy, and unfortunately he wasn't there, but we were privileged to be around um, quite a few other speakers, and one of them was Anita Morajani, and her story, Dying to Be Me, she was also, she also chose to come back, and it was a choice, and I think that's one of the biggest um, realizations for myself is that we do have a choice. We always have a choice. We're free choice beings. And although we may be, it may be suggested to us to go one way or the other, ultimately we do have a choice. And when you're on the other side and you're shown your life in totality and you see what your purpose is, if your purpose isn't complete yet, the reason why you're there is see that. It's like this wake-up call of, no, you're, you're not quite done. You're, you still have some work to do. So, you know, you have a choice. You can stay here or you can go back. And, of course, my choice was, was to come back. And I also uh, chose not to see too much more of what I was seeing because it, it was so beautiful. It ha- you know, the, it, it's just, it's a different, it's a completely different realm. It's just nothing but pure, eternal love. And uh, when you experience that and feel that, it is difficult to come back to a life where there's um, hatred and there's disdain and there's manipulation and control and all of these things. But the idea behind those uh, lessons is to grow, to to be able to aspire to something bigger and better and to reach that enlightenment. And I really felt that it was my obligation, really, to come back and help people with those lessons and to see the bigger picture. I I think that's beautiful. And you mentioned um, spiritual evolution. And I have a feeling that you have been asked that part of your mission is to help us move into this um, new way of being. So uh, I'd like for you to talk a little bit about how you experience and see the shift and the information that you've gotten from your guides about what is happening right now. Well, I think as a as a collective, although at times it's hard to really see this when you when you watch the news and see what's going on in many different places around the world, but on the whole Uh, As of 2012, we really started to shift into a heightened state of consciousness, meaning that 
we, if you can envision uh, a scale, let's say, and prior, this is this is the information I've received. Prior to 2012, we were slightly more negative, so the, the scales were were tipped in the negative direction to a certain degree. And then, as of 2012, that was a that was a tipping point where we, as a group, tipped slightly into the more positive direction. And when you start talking to people, it's very interesting and it's a curiosity because a lot of people experienced a shift around 2012, whether it was subtle or whether it was, you know, sort of bigger, as in my case. And this was um, conducive to this idea that we're going in, into this positive direction. And as we begin to awaken collectively and really start to embrace the spiritual evolution that we're now in, you can feel the momentum growing. There's more and more people that are needing and wanting to discuss topics like this, like, what, you know, what's my purpose? Why, why am I here? Where, where do we go when we die? Who am I? What, what's my authentic self? What do I really believe in? Am I really living the life that I want to live? And the more you start talking to people, the more you realize that these are questions that so many people have. And, and unfortunately, there's a lot of people that don't have uh, people around them that they feel close enough to discuss these topics with. But there's so many different groups now. There's so many different avenues where you can reach out and become part of a community of people that are really embracing everyone for their spiritual beliefs and to be um, authentic with yourself, to be, uh, let's, let's say, to be true to who you are, to start really evaluating your nature and your being and, you know, are you uh, living the life that you want to live? And when you begin to awaken... And you start realizing that there's more to your life, that you are so full of potential and that there's more to life than just getting up, going to work, going to the grocery store, coming home, packing lunches for everybody and doing it day in and day out and day in and day out. Not that we don't have to do those things, but we can incorporate more value into our life. We can start recognizing the value in serving others and accepting help in return and to start doing the things that we're really passionate about, to be inspired in our life. I think a lot of times before we begin awakening, we sort of live in this survival mode of got to pay the bills, got to do this, got to do that, tick, 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 tick off of our little checklist of things that we need to do. And we don't take enough time for ourselves, for our soul to, um, to grow and to learn from life and to reach a higher place. And I really do feel that as a collective we are gaining momentum, and, and you can see it, and you can feel it, and you can experience it in your community and abroad, and it's time to really embrace that and to be okay with that and to enjoy life, to really live it as opposed to just sort of struggle through it. I, I agree completely, and, and I think um, there were uh, was something that you said, you quoted your mother as saying, your heart is open now. And in, in your book, you talk about the purpose of life being um, to grow and to live in love and compassion. So I just want to add that I think that it's not only what we do, but it's also how we do it, what our um, state of mind and heart is as we go through 
life and some of the mundane tasks that we all have to do because we need food and shelter and so on and someone has to to feed the baby and so on. Um, But how we do it is um, it, it can change everything. Well, exactly. And I think it's all perspective. So, you know, when I started going through this process uh, myself at the beginning, it was such a, there was such a big learning curve. And I think because it happened so quickly and abruptly for me, uh, it took time to catch up with what was, what I was learning and what I was experiencing and then integrating that into my everyday life. And I would find myself doing dishes, which I do every day and have done every day probably since, you know, I was a little kid. But instead of sort of just standing there staring off into space and having thoughts of all the things that I needed to do and all the things I hadn't done and sort of having these repetitive thoughts over and over and over in my mind, I found myself being grateful for the fact that I was standing in my nice warm kitchen washing my nice dishes in warm water with soap. These are things that typically we take for granted when we're used to having them, but all of a sudden, because I felt like my heart had really opened up to a a different understanding of life, I, I found that I was just simply more grateful for the things I had, and I was grateful for the peace and tranquility I had when I was able to clean my house and do all these things. And that's not to say that I ever really loved cleaning my house, because let's face it, it's cleaning your house, but you can look at it from a different perspective in everything, and you can start applying all these lessons that um, I shared in the book and that people are learning from different avenues of life, like not being judgmental and being a compassionate, caring human being and learning different techniques of communication that are more productive, all these kinds of lessons. You can integrate these into your everyday life. You can, you can bring them to your workplace. You can um, infuse them in your relationship with your partner. You can uh, exhibit kindness in a grocery store. You don't have to be doing radio shows and traveling around the country giving lectures or workshops. It doesn't need to be like that. It can simply be living a, a more conscientious, compassionate life on a regular, everyday basis. And that's really what, you know, those of us in, in, involved on this spiritual journey are really about is... Um, opening up to living with gratitude, love, compassion, kindness. Um, So beautifully said, and I was thinking too as you were talking about, and then we're going to go to break and pick this up afterwards, but as you were talking about cleaning your house, even the gratitude of having a house to clean, not everybody has that. So there's always um, to be grateful for breath, for life itself. Um, We all have something to be grateful for. And to live in that space is um, truly worth all the money um, plus in the world. So I'm grateful you are with us today and look forward to our continuing conversation. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and barriers to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, and living with compassion and loving kindness and getting what you truly want in life. 
you will also get advance notice about every show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Stephanie Banks to talk about her spiritual awakening after her near-death experience. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope that you wrote down how you're going to start connecting more deeply with the positive spiritual realm. And I'm so glad that we're here talking with Stephanie Banks about her spiritual awakening after her near-death experience. And she can be reached at stephaniebanks.org. Stephanie, um, I would, um, I truly am grateful you're here, and I'd appreciate your talking some about your family. You mentioned um, that you come from a family of intuitives. What's that like? What does that mean? Talk to us some about that, please. Well, as a as a kid growing up, I was constantly um, being taught by primarily my mom and my grandfather the importance of following my intuition, following that impulse, that gut feeling that we get at times, whether it's a positive feeling of this is what I need to do right now or, no, I have a bad feeling from this situation, so I'm just going to detour that and head in another direction. And it became second nature to me, really, because it was instilled from such a young age that our intuition is our blueprint. It's... um, 
it's our it's our guidebook really and what happens is i think as we grow up and become adults we become so accustomed to allowing our mind only to dictate what we're going to do how we're going to do it when we're going to do it and who we're going to do it with and although we have to obviously allow our mind the freedom to uh help direct us our mind really shouldn't be in the driving it shouldn't be the driving force of uh of our life our intuition is that our intuition is connected uh, directly to our innate self, which is essentially our connection to our higher self. And our higher self can see everything. I remember once somebody giving me this analogy of, um, um, let's, let's say, for example, you're in a valley and you're surrounded by these beautiful, beautiful mountains, these big, tall mountains. Our mind is down in the valley. All it can see is right in front of it. It can't see past that mountaintop, whereas our higher self is up here on the top of the mountain. It's on the peak. It can see everything. It can align the synchronicities that need to be aligned in our life to best direct our course in the most effortless and seamless manner. So when we allow our mind to dictate everything for us, we're essentially cutting ourselves short. We're not reaching our full potential. We're not aligning the things as magically as they could be. When we learn to trust in our intuition, to trust in our innate self, and to trust in the guidance that the universe has to, has to support us, that's when we really tap into our authentic power. That's when we become the creative beings that we really are. So for me, learning this from a young age was an essential part in uh, my upbringing and who I am today. So it's, it's a really important lesson, I think, for all of us to really trust in that intuition and, and to know the difference between our intuition and our mind telling us something. And you were actually very fortunate to grow up that way because most of us grew up only trusting and being taught to trust what we hear, see, feel, touch, you know, what what is quote-unquote real and to ignore our intuition, our gut feelings, our um, that, that really most important part of ourselves. So after being taught to deny all that, what's your advice to help people learn to trust that most important part of ourselves. It's not that we don't need the logical left brain, but it only has one role and it shouldn't play the role of the intuitive as well. And yet we've let it take over our lives. How do we shift that? Well, I think the best way to learn anything is through direct experience. I mean, I can sit here all day long and tell you my own experiences and how it's played out in my life, but really the best way to learn is to experiment with it and to to test it, you know, to put it out there to, to yourself and, and to the universe. Like, okay, I will now, you know, make a concerted effort to acknowledge my intuition and then to listen to it and to trust in it and to go with what it's saying. And once I've picked a, a, a course of action based on my intuitive self, then I'll bring my mind into play and allow my mind to do its job, which is to analyze, to calculate, to quantify, to figure out how to put that action into play. Uh, because obviously we need our mind. So our intuition 
isn't going to pick up the telephone and call somebody um, on its own. We need our mind to do that. We need, need our senses to be able to put that into action. So I think a lot of people have a, have a difficult time even determining what their intuition is and when it's speaking to you. And you could take a really, um, actually, I'll just give you a quick example, and I will make it quick because there, it, it's a chapter in my book, but your intuition can really be a, a life-changing um, event, or it can be something a little bit more subtle. But I had an experience when I was younger where I had this intuitive feeling that I had to go home. I had to go home, and nothing was going to stop me. I had to fly across the country, and I had to get home, and I had to reach my best friend. And had I ignored that feeling, and that's all it was, was a feeling. I had no log. there was no logic whatsoever to support this feeling that I had. There was nothing that I knew that was wrong. There was no reason why I needed to go. I was flat broke. I didn't have the money to make it work, but nothing was stopping me. And in the end, I had a, a great employer who not only bought me a ticket, but he also drove me to the airport because he knew how important it was that I get there. And I went home, met up with my friend who I hadn't seen in a couple of years, came back out west a week later after visiting with her, and two weeks later she was killed in a car accident. That's your intuition talking. When your intuition says, um, today's not a good day to drive into town because the roads are bad, that's, a, that's, that's something that you need to listen to. When you wake up in the morning and something's telling you, I need to email this person today, I've been meaning to do it for a week, but today's the day, that's your intuition talking to you. And then once you decide that, that you're going to listen to it, that's when you allow your mind to come in and say, okay, now mind, you need to put this into action. So just experiment with it and see what happens. And I can almost guarantee you that you will find your life will be more effortless. It, it's like it's like this free guidebook that's connected to you at all times, and you have a choice whether to use it or to not use it. It's much easier if you're driving downtown Vancouver and you don't know your way to use Google Maps or to use a map to get there as opposed to just sort of running around aimlessly trying to find your way, taking wrong turns the entire way. It's the same idea. Uh, actually, one of the ways that I use to help train myself to pay attention to my intuition was to not use Google Maps um, and to try to um, intuitively feel where to go and to ask for guidance and then to follow it. I mean, you know, if I had to be somewhere at a specific time, yes, but um, there, there are ways that we can help ourselves and confirm. I think the other thing that you were saying about listening to that intuition, but then also afterwards analyzing and realizing that it really was the right thing to do and that it was your intuition, you know, um, Saying it out loud, acknowledging it makes it real as opposed to leaving it in um, just sort of a uncompleted state. And I think the more that we confirm for ourselves, I followed my intuition and it was right. You know, I called my daughter and she said I was just thinking about calling you, you know, or um 
you know, or like going to your friend Katie and and knowing afterwards, understanding why. We don't always understand before, but af- when we follow our intuition, we can usually see afterwards why it was our intuition and how it was accurate and the right thing for us to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's where the trust comes in because we, I, I think very seldom, if ever, do we really know why we're getting that feeling. That's where the trust comes in. You just have to trust that your higher self is up there on the mountaintop and it can see it. It can see that in a couple of weeks, that friend isn't going to be here on earth anymore. And that it's important that you reach out to her and go and, and say goodbye, even though you don't even realize you're saying goodbye at the time, but essentially you are. You have to have the trust and the faith, and the way to build that trust and the faith is to just start activating it. And when you, you know, I think it's a very important point that you made about verbalizing it. I just had this conversation yesterday with my hair, my hairdresser, about the importance of verbalizing things. Ask, ask your higher self, ask the universe, put it out there. The universe is there to support us. Our higher self is part of the universe. Our our higher being. It's we're all connected. It's all part of this amazing, creative, divine intelligence source that we're from. And when we actually put it into words out loud, we start to create things exponentially. Obviously, these things work if you just say it in your mind, but there's something about articulating it verbally out loud. I think it's reaffirming to ourselves more than anything. Uh, absolutely and even and we're going to close with this even if you're somewhere where you don't feel comfortable speaking out loud I whisper it because there's something about using the voice that increases the power and the energy that's another thing you talk about in your book lots of good things for people to continue to learn from you in your book a soulful awakening thank you so much for being with us stephanie thank you so much for having me it was a pleasure you're welcome thank you and stephanie can be reached at stephanie banks And thank you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Then click on the link to my resources page and to my store to purchase Stephanie Banks' book and mine, and then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming Abuse Through Self-Empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Energy Healing, the Ohm Awakening, and the Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. Literally thousands of angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process connects your mind, heart, and spirit, resulting in faster progress and profound healing. Click on the link to register for my Past Life Group Regression Workshop, then go to the calendar of events and press click here to send me an email with your commitment to yourself. As you begin to experience success, 
please send me another email so I can read it on the air and we can celebrate together. Please join us next Thursday when Mark Ireland will talk with us about proof of the afterlife. In the meantime, if you have a difficulty in your own life or an inspirational story to share, please leave a phone message at 214-736-4460 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week.